0: Hey, this is Kathleen Burns Kingsbury, and today we are doing a special behind the scenes and a q and I'm super excited about it. My friend, Lisa Danforth, which, who's a phenomenal coach, uh, entrepreneur, she's going to be asking me, audience, questions so any listeners who wrote in and asked questions she's going to be posing them to me and i'm going to be answering them so she's going to join us in a few minutes but i just wanted to let you know what was going to be happening and i'm super excited about it Um, so if you have any questions going forward that you want to have answered uh, about the show breaking money silence about uh, what happens behind the scenes or about any of the guests i'd be more than happy uh, to answer those questions. So just make sure you either email them to me at kbk at breakingmoneysilence.com or you can ping me on a variety of different social networks. Uh, you can ping me on Twitter, which is probably the best, at kbkspeaks, Instagram at, I believe it's at, Kathleen Burns Kingsbury and LinkedIn, my full name as well, Kathleen Burns Kingsbury. So let's stay tuned for Lisa to join us. Today, I am joined by Lisa Danforth, who is a uh, friend of mine and somebody who is a phenomenal coach and uh, does her own stuff on video and podcasting and whatever. And so we had a great conversation about a week or two ago, and I thought she would be perfect to come in and do the uh, listener Q&A with me. So thank you so much, Lisa, for taking time to break money silence and do this with me today.
1: Always happy to do that. Absolutely. Living on the edge, inviting me in here to ask you questions. So I'm excited. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I knew we would have a good time answering. Them. So show everybody your shirt, because that's great team spirit. Breaking money silence Breaking t-shirt. Money very nice. I give them to guests. Lisa, oh yeah, the back is where it's all about. Uh give them to guests. And uh I'm gonna do a shameless plug. They're also for sale on my website. <laughs> there we go. There it is. So Lisa tell me what the first question is because i am just excited to hear what people are thinking about this podcast and what they want to know
1: i love it thank you so much for letting me do this because this is definitely going to be fun so annie writes if i'm better at the finances and paying bills than my spouse how do i get him more involved without causing conflict he usually just says you're better at it than me and when i ask him to take time to discuss this issue with me
0: My advice is for Annie to um, get curious about what's going on with her partner. So uh, often what we want to do, Lisa, is we really want to just get the other person to see our way and to do it the way we want them to do it. And so instead of getting into problem solving mode, I say take a step back, get curious about what is going on for your partner. And this happens a lot. Couples divide and conquer. There's usually one that's more either interested in finance or skilled in finance. So this isn't that uncommon, but it it can be difficult. And so I would be curious about um, things like, you know, when you were single, how did you pay your bills? How did you manage your finances Um, when you were growing up? How did your parents split the bills or make financial decisions? And what do you think it would be like if I no longer was capable of doing this task for our family? I think that's an interesting question to kind of get into, uh, you know, what their plan is or getting them to start to think about what that plan might be. Now, you don't want to ask all these questions at once because that will scare (laughs) the living bejeebies out of them. Uh, However, you can ask them and just kind of take that data for information. Uh, And eventually you want to get to a spot where you can actually say to your partner, what are you willing to do to help me out in this area and give them a couple of options or even more importantly, have them come up with what they're comfortable with. Because if you can get them to buy into something, whether it's meeting, you know, once a month for 15 minutes about finance, maybe it's, um, maybe per, you know the person in your life loves spreadsheets. So it's having him or her do a spreadsheet. <laughs> no, crazy. Uh, whatever it might be. If it's, their idea about how they want to participate, that would be best. Um, Because often people that are delegating and avoiding finance, there's a lot of emotion there. So it's kind of chipping away at it slowly. Um, The last thing I want to say is conflict isn't bad. A good conflict actually leads to uh, a meaningful conversation and mutual understanding. So uh, you don't have to duke it out, but you do have to start to understand where the other person's coming from.
1: Right, we're on to Teddy. Teddy asks, my spouse hides money and doesn't always tell me when she gets cash back should Hmm. this bother me
0: well i guess there's not a should or shouldn't in terms of bothering somebody Um, but if teddy took the time to write in i'm thinking it bothers him Uh, so with that said i think one of the things that couples need to talk about is when do we share what our financial decisions our financial windfalls and when are we going to keep it private And there's no right answer. I think that's going to be the frustrating thing for Teddy. It's really up to couple per couple. So I always encourage people, whether you're living together, dating, married, whatever it might be, to really talk about, okay, what's my money? What's our money? And when are we going to make financial decisions alone? And when are we going to make them together? And so I have a girlfriend uh, and I'm good friends with her husband as well. And so what they decided was that any time they were going to spend more than seventy five dollars in their house, they had to check in with their partner. Now, for me and my husband, that felt like, whoa, that's a really low amount. Like (laughs) we all know, Lisa, how I like to shop for shoes and buy wine i'd be calling them all the time or can I, can I can i um so for us it didn't work but for them it works beautifully and so you know and for us that number is higher so i think it's having that conversation and then if there is something to the hiding know that often if you are hiding something it, it it's about not feeling safe not feeling trusting and And usually there's something underneath that. So my hope for Teddy is that it's a simple conversation of, I've noticed this, let's talk about when we're going to communicate, when we're going to have our privacy, and then hopefully it doesn't tap into something bigger. But if it does, there's a term called financial infidelity. And um, Teddy or anybody who's interested in financial uh, infidelity can certainly ping me um, and let me know they want more information about that. Maybe even down the line, Lisa, we'll do a show about it.
1: Oh, I think that's a great one.
0: Yeah, that'd be cool. I, I mean, would also it, wonder, does... is not cool, but... It no, would be, no. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, but it would be a great dialogue, great, great conversation, and lots of yeah. content. What comes to my mind is, does Teddy tell his wife when he gets cash back every single time and what he spends money on every single day as well? So just having those clear yeah. lines of communication, if this is how we're both going to agree to show up, then it needs to be communicative and equal to a certain extent. Yeah
0: yeah love that love Mm -hmm. that because sometimes when we're worried about what somebody else is doing financially it's really a mirror of what we are not comfortable in ourselves doing so that's a great addition see i knew i asked you to do this for a reason you got this whole women's
1: coach kind of thing going on there's all (laughs) sorts of conversations going on in my head but i'm not going to share them all all right the next one is from suzanne and she says I uh, I'm living with my boyfriend and recently graduated from college. My new job doesn't start for a few months, but my boyfriend still thinks that I should be paying for half of all of the expenses. I'm living off my small savings account and feel resentful that he won't cover my half. I would do that for him. What should I do?
0: Well, I think you should break money silence. Not a surprise. I think this is a good opportunity for them to have a money conversation and I think it's good that she is aware of what her feelings are she may um, want to take some time with those feelings before she chats with her um, partner because I think uh, you want to get a little bit clear as to what's going on for you why you feel resentful and what it's triggering in your own life um, but I do think that this is something that happens in couplehoods. there are times when somebody's making more money than the other person or things change and so you have to kind of revisit the rules. So for Suzanne, the rules were when we go out to eat, we split the expenses or when we, uh, you know, live together, we split the expenses. But because things have changed, new money conversation. So I would be curious and to steal your term, Lisa, compassionately curious. Love that. Compassionately curious about his philosophy like what's your rationale for thinking the way you're thinking help me understand where you're coming from so it's not about proving your case it's about getting into the other person's shoes and understanding their situation and perspective i mean to give this person the benefit of the doubt they may not have even really thought about it much just thought well we always do this so let's keep doing it Um, then the second thing is to really think about together what's the arrangement going to be and it may be that you can offer some things that aren't monetary that are going to be helpful, that are going to make you and him feel like you're contributing. Or there is a difference between equal and fair. It might be a percentage of what you can afford to spend right now versus what he is making. The outcome is less important than the conversation. And I think these are the things that couples talk through and figure out and often are things that either bring you closer together or you realize wow we have a different value system and so curious uh, lisa if you have any thoughts about this one
1: what really came to mind was when you were talking about the compassionate curiosity is really that allows us to have better questions, right? When we can come at it, peel back that veil of judgment, if I can't believe he's doing it for me, I would do it for him, so that when we have that compassion for ourselves and the feelings that we're feeling, like you said, Mm -hmm. really step back and look at yourself first, and then to be able to come up with some better questions that invites him to the table for the conversation, rather than I I would do it for you, that is is pushing rather than stepping back and creating the space for him to step forward and engage in the conversation
0: absolutely i think what i talked about with a group of financial advisors the other day on a a webinar was the idea that your tendency is when something like that's happening either to lean away um, and go uh or get really judgmental or start blaming as opposed to lean in and really get curious about what's going on for the other person and you know it's a series of conversations so i think suzanne should be compassionate with herself um be compassionate with her boyfriend and hopefully together through a series of conversations, they'll figure it out. You know, one of the things for all these questions I just thought of uh, Lisa is people can certainly email me at KBK at breakingmoneysilence.com or ping me on Twitter at KBK Speaks and um, let us know what you think of our responses. And, and if you have further questions as a result.
1: Oh, that's great. Engaging in conversation. I love it.
0: I want people to be able to find out more about you, Lisa. So tell us a little bit about what you are up to,
1: switching switching roles here. You didn't prepare me for this. Uh, So I'm a business strategist for women entrepreneurs. I am a 28 year entrepreneur. So I help women in business and women leaders who are smart, sassy, and successful to really lean into those foundational skills. Exactly, that's why we hang out, right? (laughs) to lean into those really hard skills of communication and boundaries and leadership, which actually are what take us to the next level. So I have a great time working predominantly with women. I've had a few men uh, clients, but they're almost all women because it's a lot of communication issues like the double bind for women. Women are either perceived as warm or competent, but rarely both. So we're either the ball busting bitch or we're too submissive for management material. And what's your website? It's lisadanforth.com. Nice and easy.
0: Excellent. Let's end this question section and the behind the scenes with Lisa Danforth. We'll see you in a little bit, Lisa.